0: right,
1: fight for your life! Hello and welcome to the Husker's Husker Plus Cast Sports Show, I'm your host, Tashkin, with me are my co-host cousins, the Rodan, the Motra, and the King Gita! to my god, Zuki, Justin, Derek, and Tyler, we are recording this episode on April 5th, 2017. April comes, she will, a time of new beginnings and renewals, a spring awakening, if you will, or Hamilton, if floats your boat. For new beginnings, we have Tony, Tony Romo abandoning Big D for the broadcast booth. For renewals, you have Better Call Saul coming back later this month. But in Husker Nation, a significant renewal happened last Saturday, the first scrimmage of 2017. But before we ride high on spring, ESPN made Husker fans' hearts fall. Tyler, soapbox me, man.
0: Well, today ESPN released their initial FPI for next season. And uh, unfortunately for Husker fans, it does not look promising to us. I mean, ESPN had us 58th in the country in FPI and predicts our record to be between five and a half to six and a half victories. What are they know? Off the o- based off the odds of the computer generation, not, not people's opinions based off of what the statistical data shows, we could end up losing six of our ne- last seven games of the season, which is how the Bill Callahan air came tumbling down. So it was definitely a depressing article to read and outlook on the season. Rebuttal? Anyone? I think
2: uh, they're crazy, but I also think we're crazy if we're going to buy too much into it. Uh, we had a discussion maybe a month ago about when the FPI ratings came out and we talked about everything that went into it. You know, they're looking at skill positions coming back. So yeah, absolutely. This is, that's all fed into these rankings and stuff. I'm not going to get crazy about, uh, thinking that we're going to, you know, maybe only win five, six games. I think we're going to win a lot more than that. It's, it's great for conversation material, but,
1: uh, Aren't our God. toughest games like at home though? That's a thing. We're playing Ohio State at home. We're playing Wisconsin at home. I mean, doesn't that count for something?
3: Well, let's not forget that like Northwestern's at home. But the only game that we've won against Northwestern at home was on a Hail Mary pass. So there's one there's one of them that they have us as, as an underdog. And then, you know. Wisconsin and Iowa, they have us as, I mean, Wisconsin's they have us as a huge underdog. Iowa, they have us as a fairly, I mean, it's a little under 50-50, but look, we haven't beat Iowa since, since Riley's been here. We haven't beat Wisconsin since Riley's been here. We're changing defensive schemes. We're getting new quarterbacks, new wide receivers, new running backs, and, and that's all playing a factor into this FPI.
2: Can, can I but, bring something up? up? Uh, about these FPI rankings and how they like the matchups. I mean, there's so, they're so crazy with these matchups. Like uh, against Oregon, you know, we have a 14% chance winning. That uh, is BS, considering yeah. that they just
1: dropped their head coach and they're pretty much starting from scratch all over again.
2: Yeah, and Wisconsin, 17%. Ohio State, 5%. Northwestern, what Derek was talking about, 37%. Minnesota, wow. 40 Penn State, 7 And Iowa, 42
3: I think they're being a little generous on the Ohio State with giving us 5% chance of winning oh, that. Oh, come on.
0: Okay, but he, here's the thing guys is is we could disagree all we want, but it it does make me start to think. I mean, you go into this year, you know, and while I'm hopeful that the offense is going to take a turn and the defense is going to take another step forward, you start looking at the talent. Last year when we looked at how the season ended, we we really felt there was a talent gap and is this year, do we think that all of a sudden we have the talent to match up? I mean, what what about this year that we think, you know, based off the reports from the scrimmages, besides our quarterback play looks good, do, do we really feel that our talent all of a sudden has taken a significant step forward? I mean, there's got to be real concern for how the season's going to look.
2: That's fair. That's fair to say. But, you know, I think, I think you're right. Quarterback play is going to be... Uh, obvious it's going to be noticeable Uh, we're going to get that but if we were to go around you know just just really quick right now what would you guys have our ending record be i mean i'm i'm guessing that we would most of us would have eight to four to ten to two without having to ask you guys you know none of us would have six and six or seven five i i don't believe we would have that but
0: we're very biased people in this equation as yeah, but I'd say
1: we're also pretty realistic. I mean, you're sounding pretty realistic, and it's depressing Well, effort. I'm
0: realistic. You jokers are a little bit not. Derek, Derek's a pessimist, and Patrick, you and Justin, I mean, you believe we're going to win the national championship this year. I mean. That's not right, true. That but was
1: a you, dream, even, and I woke up.
2: <laughs> even Derek wouldn't have us at, you know, 7-5 and five or 6-6, six and six, right?
3: No, I mean. Seven and five I could maybe see, but I I think we're probably more like an eight and four team. I mean
1: That sounds fair. I I
3: I, don't, I, I could see us going maybe nine and three in regular season.
1: So we're gonna be eight, stuck in the eight, nine eight, wins eight. Oh, limbo again. Is that what you're thinking?
3: I, I see us winning anywhere from seven to nine. I I don't think we're going to do better than that. I think we. I, I don't think. Wins. I don't think we'll do really worse. Do. I don't think we'll do worse than that either. But
1: I think we got a shot at ten wins. I mean, yeah,
0: go we're, we're going to play three top ten teams this year. Um, you know, it, it, we have a tough schedule. We have to go to Oregon. We're replacing give give away Tommy Armstrong's passing thing, but our running game. I'm still concerned where we're going to get rushing yards this season. As of right now. Our defense is still uh, on defensive line, still a little bit young for me, especially going to that three four. Like I said, guys, I'm I'm optimistic. I think that eight to ten wins were I think, but it there's definitely some pause, especially when you hear about the scrimmage and how our offense struggled a little bit. It, it, you definitely start worrying about okay, inserting O'Brien or Lee. Is our offense going to all of a sudden be this juggernaut that's going to be able to throw the ball 300 yards when we don't know where the rushing yards are going to come. But, from? You,
1: but can you make that determination well, off of one scrimmage? I mean, don't we need a little bit more to have some sort of comparison here?
0: I, I, absolutely
3: you do, but I but I understand where Tylers coming from here where I mean our defensive line is looking great against our offensive line, but our offensive line wasn't great last year. So you kind of wonder if our defensive lines really doing that much better. With these, with uh, Diaco's system, or is our offensive line still just a big scare? And you can't tell by one scrimmage. Absolutely, no. you can't but, but, tell but, by the spring game. We won't know till we start playing football for real. That's a but, long but, but, time. But here's
0: here's the thing though: is based off the evidence that we had from last season, it, it wasn't like last year. We had a bunch of sophomores and freshmen that showed this immense talent that we believe we're going to take a step forward. I mean, you you look at the underclassmen, freshmen and sophomores last year, it, it, it's hard, you know, maybe a couple guys on the defensive line showed some flashes, but I mean, we we didn't have any studs there. It's not belief this youth movement is going to all of a sudden you know reap rewards this year. I just again, I I I am I'm cautiously optimistic and pessimistic i i'm very very concerned right now about this season and it just kind of makes me take everything from spring ball here on out maybe with a little bit of grain of salt
1: i need a visual i mean if they look pretty average in the spring game i might have reason for concern but i'm not gonna and again what does espn know they're from bristol they are nowhere near lincoln last i checked so i hold espn with a grain of salt they hate us they'll always hate us. Yeah, well, coast I mean, bias
3: right there. The, the, that, that, well, you can't say that. The FBI has nothing to do with the analysts. They don't. This yeah. is all computer generated. And it's, and, a and it's, it's a Well, I'm glad you think that, but <laughs> the, the whole thing, the whole, the whole thing's based off what we have coming back, and we don't have a lot coming
0: back right now, especially offensively. All right, we're very under. Just, we're very under. What, yeah. what I will say about ESPN though is everyone who said all the Nebraska fans that say ESPN hates us. Last year, remember how we were giving ESPN crap about how they're bashing us and not respecting us? They were right. We got our asses kicked by Ohio State. They were your right shirt, sir. Shirt. They were right. <laughs> they were 100% right. I would argue that ESPN analysts, for the most part, actually like Nebraska football, and they would like to see us be better than we are. But
1: look what they're comparing us to. And you guys give me this crap all the time. They're talking about the 90s, the golden days. That's what they want to see. They want to see that kind of elite Nebraska play. And you guys have made it it very clear to me that we will never reach that plateau. I think that's what we all want to see. (laughs) I mean,
3: I hope as Nebraska fans that's what we all want to see. Yeah, It's just a matter of can we achieve that.
1: Well, in in any case, what does Babylon have to say about this? Justin, does Vegas have anything interesting about this? Well, as far as
2: uh, the Golden Nugget, they came out and they were talking about, or or they released their odds for the Big Ten championship uh, or the Big Ten champion. And of course, you you got the usual suspects up there Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. They were all up there. uh, Ohio State, they're uh, 8 to 5 odds, Michigan, 2 to 1 odds, and Penn State, 5 to 1 odds. This is where it gets kind of tricky for me. Then you got Wisconsin at six to one. And then you got Michigan state 20 to one Northwestern 20 to one Nebraska 25 to one. So you got, you have Northwestern and Wisconsin with better odds to win the big 10 championship. Well, I'll tell you, no respect. respect,
3: Well, I, I I I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's any surprise that people think, that Wisconsin has better odds to win the Big Ten championship than Nebraska. They've been to more Big Ten championships than anybody in the Big Ten since since we've brought this up. They've been to four of them. I and get it. Yes, they, yes, they've only won one, but they still have a better chance. And they played well last year with the toughest schedule, one of the toughest schedules in college football. Yeah. And 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 look, I, I think Wisconsin. I don't. I don't see them dropping off considerably.
0: So here here's the
3: thing. The northwestern part the northwestern part bothers me a little bit. Like really they have better chances to win. I, I don't
0: that, Here's that the thing about the Vegas bit. odds. Is is okay, you could you could discount the FPIs. The, those buildings in Vegas aren't so big because they're wrong. They're right more often than they're wrong. Yeah. And and again, I I'm not I'm not saying I'm buying that we're not going to have a shot. I might throw some money down on Nebraska. That's pretty good odds for us, but I, I mean, I'm just saying that there there is, I mean, if you if you're sitting here reading these spring reports and you're sitting there saying, "God, this is our year," I I think you got to take a little pill and take a step back because you know there there is definitely reason to be a little bit cautious about this season. It could be a shit show.
3: Well, I thought, at, at least at least we're not Rutgers
0: at 200 to one.
3: I mean, it, so things could it's be worse. Time.
2: Well, I think, I think for me, you know, I'm okay with 25 to one, you know, because uh, there's three teams out of the West that are 25 to one Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota. So, you know, it's all of us are just kind of thrown out there. Right. But I think the discrepancy between Wisconsin and where Nebraska is, because I'm telling you right now, I like Nebraska's chances of winning the West. I really do. (laughs) And Wisconsin to be six to one. They're like guaranteeing them to be representing the West.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of what I gather too. But I, I, again, I can't get past the fact that we've got our toughest games in Lincoln. And if memory serves, we play pretty well in Lincoln. So,
0: I mean, we, we go to Penn state. I mean, they're going to be a top 10 team. I mean, preseason again, It just, you know, the, the, there's a lot riding on this year. It just, I'm not. I'm not saying I believe it, but this year kind of feels like Callahan's last year. You know, we thought our offense was going to take a step forward. You know, we made the, you know, Big Twelve title the year before Callahan left. We had, you know, Sam Keller coming in, big time recruit transfer. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know I, I'm what? not saying it's going to end the same. It's just saying you there's some what? similarities right here.
1: Drink your Kool Aid. You need it. Drink your Kool-Aid, your red Kool-Aid. Let's move on to a sure thing, which is Nebraska right, baseball, on. baby. Nebraska baseball got two out of three in Indiana. They kicked Creighton's butt in, on Tuesday. And if uh, last I checked, they are beating the Mavs 2-1 to one tonight. I think we got a serious, legitimate shot at getting some kind of regional or some kind of We're going to get some hardware at the end of the season. What do you guys think? The only thing that gives me pause is the fact we had that tie on Sunday. Justin, do you think that that might hurt us in the long run? God, I hope not. You know, uh, you want to believe that
2: it's not going to, but it's better than a loss though, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Not to mention, I guess, um, isn't it true that Indiana already has two ties right now?
2: I I, I don't know that if they do. Okay. Uh, but you know, they are, they have a higher RPI than we do. So that's good. So we've, we've got those, uh, RPI wins. They're coming in and we got a big series against Maryland this weekend. So we've got plenty of time. I, yeah, I agree with you. I th- I love our chances at making a regional. I think the goal should be hosting a regional. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Good point. And good point. Uh, we're,
2: we're playing some really good baseball right now. I,
1: well, oh, everything's like clicking it. right now. The bats are clicking. The pitching is clicking. And the great thing about the Maryland series is that it's our first home series. So it's in Lincoln. That already gives us an edge yeah. in Hawks Field. Yeah, Derek, you had a comment?
3: Yeah, well, to answer your question, Indiana only has one tie. Oh, okay. Uh, but Mer- Maryland, this is going to be a big series for Nebraska. Look, they're 5-1 and one in the conference. They're 19-8 and eight overall. They're, they're not a crappy team.
0: Yeah. I mean, no. yeah. it
3: is at home. This is going to be a series that we probably need to win if we want to be contenders. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We, But considering it's at home, considering how well we're doing, I don't think it's out of the question for us to sweep this series. I really don't. Tyler, bring me down to earth, man. I know you want to.
0: Oh, man, I, I, I'm wearing Derek's hat tonight. I, I am the pessimist. Guys. Let's just be real about Nebraska. Base we're fifteen and ten. What, what what's our quality wins right now? I mean, Indiana, Arizona is Arizona ranked? Yeah, and the Crickets, chirp. Yeah, I, and, I, I, we're, but, and we're
3: and we and we're sixteen and ten. If not seventeen and ten 20. by the end you're, of this podcast, 16, 10, we're
0: sixteen. We're ten. What, sixteen. Guys, and I'll 10, I'll, I'll, I'll I will hand it to you. We're we're on a hot streak. I mean, we have won Arizona I mean, eight by the way. Okay, we've won six. We've won six out of seven, um, maybe six out of eight if you count the tie. But you know we're definitely playing some good ball here. But until we win some more games, until we go late in the year, guys, I, I'm just not buying this program where it's at today. I mean, Erstad since he's been in Lincoln has underperformed every single year. He, I would argue that he is right now a vars Three main sports, including Justin's boy Tim Miles, our worst-performing coach. If you look at main programs, I, I, I'm hoping this is the year that changes it. But I mean, I, I have a hard time buying it. And and besides that, if you look at the Big Ten conference, if you want to look at what we're gonna do in the postseason, the Big Ten is one of the worst baseball conferences in America. There are two teams. There are two teams in the Big Ten ranked in the top 25. Two. I mean, yeah, so we, we might be able, be able, able to win the conference easy. We should. You're right. I don't think we will, but we should be able to win the conference easy. But we haven't done it yet. When have we done? I mean, where have we've done these last few years under Earth I mean, where where's the proof that this year is going to be any different? I mean, we're we're an average team right now, maybe slightly above average, and and may, we're on a little bit of a hot streak. Maybe things turn, and Maryland is a series that we end up breaking. That would be a big series if we can get win that. So
1: I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I think you're right that we have to look in the long term because a lot can happen. Injuries. I know that Edens is out with Tommy John surgery right now. That's a pretty big blow. But um, one of the great things about that Creighton game was the way that Erstad was able to get a lot of those players out there to get them some experience. That is going to pay dividends, especially if there are some injuries. At least we'll have someone out there who maybe doesn't have the skill set, but at least is able to contribute. So I think that was huge, and I think that's going to th- be the thing that carries us into a title. I really. Do. I think it's kind. Of, I
2: think it's kind of like uh, the race to forty wins between the regular season and uh, the Big Ten tournament. Race to forty, man. That's that's what we're looking for. I think If we get forty wins, we might be hosting a regional. Don't you think?
1: That would that would be music to my ears. That'd be music to my ears.
2: That would also involve us really dominating, like yeah. So-
1: in the Big Ten,
2: which I think we could do,
1: guys. Well, uh, it's just a matter of I'm hoping that people are, you know, everyone's healthy. I know that Burke Camper is is uh, pitching on this weekend. He got hit in the forearm. There's a lot of stuff that can happen, but I'm taking it, man. I'm riding this wave, and I think it's a great wave to ride on. Uh, this weekend, the wonderful, beautiful, scenic course of Augusta, Georgia the azaleas and everything else and Jim Nance's hypnotic voice what are you guys's masters predictions for this weekend who do you guys think Justin we'll start with you
2: my predictions for the masters is I'm going to watch a lot of golf and I'm going to get inspired to play a lot of golf over <laughs> here the next couple of months but my wife won't let me but
3: what uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll, but, you'll still be terrible, so
2: that that is There's very true. There's always
1: putt putt. There's always putt putt.
2: But I, I love the Masters. I love watching it. You know, I mean, uh, as far as predictions go on who's going to win, I don't know. I I deal with the Masters like I do any other golf tournament. I root for the guys that I really like. So I'm going to say uh, Phil Mic- Mickelson is going to be the He's guy. Already that only got four. three. I don't, I don't care. am not? Hey, you know what? I I I have an affinity for the old guys in sports. When the old guys can do their stuff, this like you talked about uh, Tony Romo at the beginning of the show. Right. This might have been the year if they would have if the Cowboys would have traded Tony Romo wherever he landed, almost, almost.
1: Cleveland?
2: Yeah, yeah, probably not. But if you were the Houston or some other likable team, I would have been like a Tony Romo fan because it's an old guy getting it done. Well, he's
1: done in the broadcast uh, booth. Apparently, he wants to do Masters coverage too. Uh, uh, Tyler, what about you?
0: Um, you know, you know, it, it, again, golf tournaments are really hard to predict. But I mean, the two names that I'm looking for, I, I think that the best shot would be Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler. I'm the opposite. Um, oh, interesting.
1: Ricky
0: Fowler, huh? Screw, screw, screw the old guys. Let's go with the young guns out here. Here, here. But why
1: R- Ricky Fowler? I mean, I know well, he's Ricky had
0: Fowler's some- been playing. Ricky Fowler's been playing really good golf as of right now. I mean, you look at this, it, it, and I'm not going to claim to be a golf, you know, expert, expert but I, yeah. I believe he has finished top five and maybe even won like two of the last three tournaments. Someone listening is probably going to fact check me, but it, but he's been on a little bit of a hot streak. He he had a good year last year. It just it seems like he this could be his year.
1: Derek, what about
3: agree about you? That, yeah. Well, I I will probably not be watching the match, I'll probably be watching the Cubs play. But I, I'll say Jason Day. You took mine.
2: You well, took mine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Jason Day, is a, that's a great story to root for. He's, yeah, he's another one I that I so. wanted to bring up. Is like I want to root for him, but is he going to finish this weekend?
1: Okay, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with this. I think potentially Jason Day might have one of the most emotional Masters since Ben Crenshaw back in the day when he lost Harvey Pinnock. It's going to be that emotional for this guy.
0: I, I just but will say, there, there are very few things as good as of Sunday. And, and unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be able to do it, but sit at home, grab a beer, and watch the Masters on a Sunday. You hope All you're hoping for is people are in contention, and it's going to be a good tournament. Yeah. Because right, there, there's right. something that. You there, fall down the stairs
2: to root for your Dustin Johnson, but
1: <sighs> actually he might be in a pretty good position oh, okay. right now. But anyway, uh, that will wrap it up for us on another episode of the Cuzcast. A shout out to Tyler for winning our college hoops contest in humble fashion. We'll pick
0: him in college basketball with we'll a, a, a
1: that is inspirational to us all. To the Nebraska softball team for taking some brooms to number 22 Wisconsin over the weekend. Rhonda Revelle and her Amazons ain't done yet, Husker Nation. They still have a chance to finish the season strong. Also, congrats to the women's gymnastics team. They got runner-up at the Lincoln Regional by the skin of their Husks thanks to two scores on balance beam, a 9-9 courtesy of Grace Williams and a clinching 9-9-5 by Danielle Breen, who had fallen on the bar's Earlier in the event, as a result, Nebraska is competing in national competition next week for the whole ball of wax. Also, shout out to Husker Nation for showing up, three thousand eight hundred and eight strong, one thousand more than expected. You can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to follow us on Podbean. You can find us on Player FM. We're also available on iTunes, so don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings. Now you can email us at huskercuzcast at yahoo.com for comments, questions, suggestions on topics for future episodes, praise, more praise, or troll us to your heart's content. We'll see you next Wednesday. And until then, remember, enjoy the Masters coverage, but don't try to pull off wearing a green jacket in real life. Just ask Kenny Smith how that worked out. Go